a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. Are you speaking the same language as your customers? That's what we'll be discussing on this special live edition of Story Connect podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns, and joining me today is Carissa Swinson. Carissa is involved with the rural telecommunications industry in multiple capacities uh, from her home in rural North Dakota. She is a consultant for Consortia Consulting, a director for Consolidated Telecom Cooperative, and director for the Foundation for Rural Service. She's also a columnist in the regional telco magazine that WordSouth produces. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Once again, you win the prize for the farthest uh, traveled to get here to Story yes. Connect. So uh, put that in the, the trophy cabinet there. Uh, so Carissa uh, is on, um, this is episode number 88 for us, and you were on episode number eight. So there's some symmetry there. Um, right. Obviously, the number eight works for me. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, some of our um, longtime listeners may remember Carissa from that. Some of the longtime listeners are probably here with us in the audience today. We are recording this in front of a live audience here in Huntsville, Alabama at our annual Story Connect conference. So when I say something funny and you hear people laugh, that's the audience. They're, they're here today. If you hear me say something funny and they don't laugh, we're having a problem with our audio feed or something <laughs> like that, I'm sure. So, but, but no, thank you, Carissa, for being here. And thank you guys for, uh, for being here in the audience. So let's get into it a little bit. You are working now with um, with helping telcos tell uh, or speak the language of their customers, make sure they're not speaking their own language. I know as somebody who's been in the industry about six years, usually it takes two years to get through the acronyms. So what are, what are you doing helping folks um, to speak the language of their customers? Well... I alluded to this a little bit in my last column uh, that I, I wrote for WordSouth, and when people ask me what it is that I do, I consider myself a translator. So typically what I try to do is take the techie side of our industry and translate it to everyday layman terms. And to me, that's a really big key when trying to figure out how to sell products and services to your customers. You want to make sure you're speaking in a way that they understand. It sounds great to use terms like uh, being gig and having the highest megabits and best upload speeds or download speeds as your competitors, but if the person looking to buy really doesn't know what that means, then I don't think it's giving you any advantage. So what I've been trying to do is help companies to communicate to their customers in a better way. Excellent. So. When uh, one of the things that we hear and talk about all the time, I actually heard it last week, um, somebody saying, you know, so, so which do I want? Do I want broadband or fiber? And uh, the bad news was she was a Tennessee legislator uh, who was throwing out a broadband bill that day, uh, which was a little troubling. Um, but with uh, what is that one that you hear? I mean, you, you, a lot of folks... It's Wi-Fi to some folks, it's broadband to some, it's fiber. Is there a standard that you're finding that, that is the more useful term to use, or is it, is it all over the place? Well, I think in our industry, um, you know, many of the companies here are members of NTCA, the Rural Broadband Association. So right there, we're trying to use the term broadband. Um, but by the same note, we were also out there trying to promote fiber optics because fiber optics is sort of the future. We have a lot of companies who are going to fiber, so you're wanting to use the term fiber to show that you're, you're state of the art, um, which is a, another way of saying high-speed broadband. Um, you know, so you're, 
you're trying to communicate to people you have the best, you have the fastest. Fiber optic broadband is the fastest and the best out there. So um, one of the ways that I explain to companies on how to explain that to your customers is, is comparing that to a garden hose. You, you connect the fiber optics right to your house. It's just like connecting up a, a hose to your house. And then when you're trying to spread that water throughout your lawn, you attach a sprinkler. And that's like your Wi-Fi router. That's going to spread the water throughout your house or throughout your yard. And so that's the difference between broadband or fiber optic connection as opposed to a Wi-Fi router, which is your sprinkler head. And I have a lot of analogies I use like that. Analogies, metaphors that help people understand and um, make it something that they can relate to. Sure. So, and part of that uh, relating to it, I'm sure, uh, how have you seen age play into it? Because the column you're writing for us now in the magazine is kind of the technology in the golden years. We saw the other side of the spectrum yesterday with millennials. Uh, you know, the, the language is different. Are you finding that it is as simple as older folks are the ones that struggle with the, um, the terms, or is it across the board and, and kind of crosses different demographics and age groups? It's definitely across the board. I sometimes feel like our senior citizens get the raw edge of the deal. They get falsely accused of being the ones who really don't know what's going on when it comes to technology, um, when a lot of times that's the case. But I even have my own friends uh, that don't work in technology. They'll call me and say, you know, I don't know what this means. Can you help me? Um, if they work in healthcare, or they work in, in, in just different fields, right? So just because they're of a younger generation doesn't mean you automatically understand all the terminology that goes with technology. You may feel more comfortable picking up a gadget and figuring out how it works, but you don't necessarily understand your, your speeds and how and what you're paying for. I mean, that was evident yesterday during the panel with the millennials. They didn't know what speeds they had. They did they just want to they just want their internet to work, period. And so I think focusing so much on on all of this fancy terminology can sometimes go right over our customers' heads, no matter what their demographic is. Sure, and I should tell the audience here, um, my number is on the board back here. You can text in questions, and that way if, if you guys have any that you would like to um, to ask, we can, um, you know, we can get those in here. We've got a few more questions for Carissa. <clears throat> so are there a couple of terms that you see over and over again are a problem that people, you know, those of us who've been in, in the industry for a while that, you know, we don't even think about ILEC or CLEC or whatever, whatever the, the acronym is or the term is, it's not a big deal to us, but are there some that, that people always stumble over and are there some easy substitutes that you suggest folks use in your translating uh, business? Well, I would say common ones that we completely take for granted are things like upload speed and download speed and megabits per second. Uh, that's really a foreign concept to our customers. And when you're trying to figure out, when they're trying to figure out which speed package they want, um, it's they have no concept of how much it actually takes to do things that they want to do. And so that one to me is one that's frequently used, but I think it's confusing for our customers. I also see terms like streaming um, con confused by things like Wi-Fi, so I've, I've dealt with customers who want to know about using devices like Roku to stream, what's the difference between using that and a router for Wi-Fi, not understanding those are completely different concepts, and we use those terms a lot in our marketing and promoting of our services. 
So are there a couple of general guidelines that you would give folks uh, just kind of keep in mind? I mean, it sounds like empathy is a little bit of what they, you know, they need to keep in mind that not everybody knows as, as much as they do in the industry. But are there, uh, are there a couple of general guidelines that you give people um, when they're communicating with customers? Well, empathy is huge. And I, in every presentation I ever give, I always use the uh, quote by Alan Kay, technology is anything invented after you were born. I so, like that. You have to remember that. You have to remember that uh, to my kids who are 11 and 8 years old, they're the same age as the iPhone and the iPad. So to them, that's not technology. It's just always been there. It's always been a part of their lives. And so to folks who think of those things as technology, you have to be careful about using too much lingo. The other thing is making sure that you don't talk down or disrespect them and treat them like they're foolish because they don't know where the power button is or they don't understand what you're talking about. Um, you never know what that person's been through. They could be a war veteran. They could have ran a family farm for the last 80 years. They could have done all kinds of amazing things that I couldn't do, but they just don't understand that piece of technology. And so I think making sure that you communicate, hey, you know what, it's not your fault you don't understand. You were born in the wrong year. If you would have been born on the right year, you'd understand. And I think that's a good message to to keep in mind. Excellent. Well, that was the last question that I had. Is there anything else that you wanted to cover or anything else that you wanted to, to talk about before we wrap up here? Uh, just just to uh, kind of reach out to everybody to please let me know if, if you're looking for ways to communicate that message to your customers, whether it is um, through educational videos, educational posts in your um, magazine articles, which I already do with you guys, whether you're looking for additional content for newsletter articles, Facebook posts, um, I'm happy to help with any of those things. So uh, please reach out to me and I'd be happy to help in any way to help communicate with your customers. Well, great. Well, I appreciate you helping us out with this podcast and uh, thank you for doing that both on the episode way back then and then the episode now. So thank you for that. She is Carissa Swinson. I'm your host, Andy Johns. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company. 